0: Do you think that a person or a society can get so bogged down by details and trivialities that they miss out on the thing that they actually need? What do I mean by this? Well, I think there is such a thing as Almost overloading on uh, an attempt to be fair to other cultures that goes beyond just being respectful. Um, let me be even more specific. There's a lot of talk right now about misappropriation, misappropriation, misappropriation. Okay. If you are a person who is wearing a ceremonial uh, Native American headdress and you are not initiated into that tradition, notice I said initiated, um, not necessarily from that background because sometimes sometimes people not from the background of the tradition they're in are initiated into tr- said traditions. So let's say you're a person who uh, is is roaming around out in public with a Native American headdress on and you're not initiated and you're doing it disrespectfully or you're desecrating a sacred, um, aboriginal, uh, sacred site or a medicine object or, you know, any of these things that common sense would tell you, you shouldn't do that because it's disrespectful to the culture to the people who value these, um, and, and to the tradition itself. Even if you, if there's no living person left of that culture, which is horrible to think about. But on the other hand, let's say it's something from an ancient time where there aren't any, you know, surviving people, or that we know of. That's one thing. Okay. Let's put all those people to the side who are doing those things disrespectfully and just stop thinking about them for a minute, okay? All right, now let's talk about the rest of the people who understand that you're supposed to treat others with respect, whether you are familiar with the culture that they live in or the traditions that they practice, or whether you're not familiar with the culture or traditions they practice. But you understand this, because maybe you've learned it the hard way, or maybe you grew up that way, or maybe you just have common sense that it's a good idea to be respectful to people who aren't exactly like you, or maybe didn't grow up exactly like you, which is fine, and maybe you're one of those people. Sometimes we're all from mixed backgrounds and mixed situations that, so that we've had a variety of experiences. But you would never know this if you go on social media because all you hear about on social media is two things, and it's not the third. You hear the extremists who are, you know, being racist and, you know, they're being uh, not just get white against black, but they're being, uh, you know, racist towards traditional indigenous cultures, they're being, you know, or they're just, and it doesn't even have to be race or ethnicity, it can be anything. They, they're not approving of lifestyles. They, they just they have a whole, okay, we know about them, all right? Then you have another group of people who aren't as damaging the fir- as the first group, but they're really not helping. And in fact, sometimes they do damage things. And what this group of people is doing, and I'm speaking to this group right now, because I can't do a whole lot to change people being racist and fascist. I can try, and I will continue to try. But this second group of people who considers themselves not racist, not fascist, not they consider themselves somebody who, is, who treats people with equality, you know, who uh, treats others. And, and they probably do. But what they're doing that's very harmful, in my opinion is they're policing the internet and talking to people and telling them, well, you can't practice something because uh, you're not from that heritage. They could be somebody from the British Isles and says, you need to investigate and research when such and such and such happens on this exact date with this exact set of conditions because you're misappropriating the information. That's one possibility. Another one is, <clears throat> and it's also common to hear this same kind of person say, what you're doing is 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 neo, neo-pagan or um, new age. You'll hear that a lot. And it's used, the phrase new age is used in a way that is very, uh, uh, you know, demoralizing, in a way to discredit somebody. That's one possibility. Another possibility is if you're in North America, you'll hear a lot of people running around the Internet saying, you can't use SAGE because it's misappropriation of Native American culture. And the person who says this is not an elder themselves, doesn't know anything about anything, doesn't know the specific situation of SAGE, whether it is, you know, doesn't know who they're talking to, in terms of, you know, what specific uh, conditions are they talking about? Like, so the company, uh, I won't name the company, but there was a cosmetic company that started, you know, using bulk amounts of sage in their makeup products and, and marketing them towards Native American, like using like this kind of Native American commodification, which is totally disrespectful, by the way. But that's a specific issue. Now, that would, be, that would be misappropriation. And I could say, you know, okay, the person has a point who says, you know, don't use the sage in this particular product that this particular company is marketing because they're, they're, they're exploiting it, okay, without respect for them. Okay, but that's not enough for these people. They can't go issue by issue this kind of person that loves to miss the misappropriation police people. What they like to do is take an issue like a specific issue like that, which is a huge deal. And I would totally support that person if they talk just about that or just about a list of issues like, you know, particular, you know, government contracts about, you know, fracking on sacred lands. Totally. In fact, I've been supporting opposing these things for over 10 years. So I understand what they're talking about there. And I totally support that. But I'm not talking about those people either. Because I support those people. I'm talking about somebody who's decided that they've become the policing of everybody. Who's trying to get in touch with either a plant spirit that grows on the land that they live on. Such as sage. Such as tobacco. Such as, uh, you know ginseng or such as anything. Anything that that, that people use. Uh, When I say use, I mean there's a lot of people who are practicing herbalists or who work with plant spirits who understand that there's a a cycle of reciprocity. Okay? Well maybe if we talked more about that, (laughs) and those are principles that you will find in indigenous cultures. And how do I know that? Because I've been around indigenous people, and I've learned a lot of things from them. And I've learned from people who've learned from indigenous people. And that's a very common, yet never talked about thing. There's probably a handful of people I can think of who actually talk about it on the Internet. But there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people out there policing and telling you, you shouldn't use sage because, you know, It's offensive to, and it's it's misappropriation of the Native American. No, um, not necessarily. Okay, that's not entirely, you know, and, and where did you hear that from? And where did you, who told you that? And what particular elder was it? Because they probably would have said it in a much more specific way. If it's from a specific ceremony that they're talking about, okay, fine. That's, you're right, that's off limits. If they're saying you can't use sage to conduct a certain ceremony because that's not authorized, that's I totally agree with that. But that's not enough for these people. These people have to completely generalize to the point where what they're doing is they're scaring people who are trying to connect with either a plant spirit, an animal spirit, their own land, not necessarily their land, but land that they live on, And they're denying them by almost like by uh, kind of like peer pressure and uh, shaming, verbal shaming or uh, internet messaging of shaming of this kind of fear-based policing using the word misappropriation, misappropriation. It, It can almost paralyze somebody to the point where they think, well, okay, I can't use this because that's uh, that's going to misappropriate something. And I can't do that because that's going to misappropriate. And, okay, what can I do? You know, what, what can I do? Well, this is where <laughs> I'm here to tell you that the, the simple answer to all of this is it's much more complicated than that. What I mean by that is each of these issues is not... It's not a simple thing where if you hear somebody say you shouldn't use sage because that's misappropriating the um, Native American culture, I'd be very suspicious of of a, such a vaguely generalized statement like that that isn't very specific. Where did this person get that information from? I'm not saying it's not true, but that there's just something really I think overly, it's harmful to people who want an animistic relationship. What do I mean by that? Guess what? Animism, the belief that something has a soul or spirit, is inherent whether you're white, black, Asian, Latino, Native American, Filipino, Australian, British, South American. I'm just trying to name as many different kinds of people. I don't care where you're from on this planet Earth, you have a right to have an animistic relationship, which means you can relate to a plant spirit, you can relate to a, and and sometimes that actually means having to work with a physical example, a physical tangible example of that plant spirit. If that's sage, unless somebody tells you it's totally endangered, we really don't want anyone using it. And, again, I would still even say, in what region? Because in, something can be endangered in one region and not in another part of the world. You know, and I, I would say, okay, well where can I go to ethically, you know, obtain such a thing? If something's illegal, uh, then you might have to find uh, in one country and not, you know, it's it's legal in one country but not legal in another country, you might have to find a, uh, a similar plant That will assimilate it will never be the same but it will assimilate the the effects not necessarily we're not talking about ingesting here all the time you know everyone thinks oh plant spirit that means i'm going to pop it down my throat and you know or drink it or snort it or whatever this is not about getting high okay and i'm just talking about plant spirits right now i haven't even started to tell you about animal spirits and stone spirits but unfortunately people are having a knee-jerk reaction and using this word misappropriation. I hate to say this, they're misappropriating the word misappropriation without knowing what they're talking about. And I may not have all the actual, you know, academic sources to back me up about things, but I've done enough research on my own and I've talked to enough indigenous people and i've been and i've been initiated into traditions and i've learned enough so far to say that there's a significant amount of information on the internet that is deliberately scaring people from learning about their own animistic nature and this really as you can tell really bothers me because it, it's so paralyzing to people if if they're constantly being told You can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do that. Well, what can they do? What can they do? You know, it's hard enough to get people to actually, you know, start to do something that has been dead for so long, and that is to relate to a altered state of consciousness or relate to something that, you, you know, you've been taught for your entire life is just an object. When in reality it's not just an object it's not a piece of property it's a spirit in its own right whether whatever that is a stone an animal an animal spirit that doesn't even take shape into a physical animal or the experiences you have that with trees or with water or whatever you know whether you have medicine objects i'm using that word object medicine you know uh, Vehicles, if you will, or um, sacred, uh, sacred, you know, uh, sacred medicine uh, vehicles. I'll just use the word vehicle so that I won't repeat myself with the word object. Um, <laughs> I don't want to objectify the word object. Um, so my real original point with this, with this particular <laughs> rant, if you will, is. Please be very discerning. I don't want to say suspicious because that's probably a little too strong. But there's just so much of it right now on the Internet. So much of it. And it's just a very knee-jerk reaction that only addresses a very small amount of people who who are being disrespectful. And that's fine. If somebody's being disrespectful and doing a certain ceremony that's sacred that's not in their tradition and they're doing it, you know, in a disrespectful way, or they're wearing some kind of clothing, or they're doing, you know you know, and we we have common sense, then yeah, sure. You know, report them to aim or something, or you know, tell them it, it's a case by case basis, or if somebody says something on the internet. I think it's okay for other people to do the sun dance who haven't been initiated. No, it's not okay to do that. You know, the ceremony, that is. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. You know, or it's okay to do the ghost dance ceremony that's sacred to the Lakota. You know, obviously, no. No, it's not. And un- unless you've been initiated. And if that's a case-by-case basis, whoever you're talking to, you, you would literally have to sit them down and say, by the way, I know I'm talking to you on the internet, but I'm not even sure if you, you know, we're talking about this ceremony and, you know, who initiated you into the ceremony or, or, you know, what tribe or whatever. And the person might come back and say, you know, blah, 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 blah. And that would be a separate conversation for you to have with that person if you feel like, and, and that, but then again, I would say, who are you to be policing them? If you are an elder of a certain tribe and you have a problem with somebody else doing something else from, you know, from, from some other organization or whatever, then that's a conversation you should have with that person. And it may involve you, you know, but there's, again, that's not usually what we see on the Internet. What we see on the Internet is not these case-by-case basis things. We don't see people having specific conversations like that. What we see are these sweeping generalizations saying, you shouldn't use a certain plant because it's sacred to the... Na-. Well, can't. There's a lot of things that are sacred to a lot of people that shouldn't be used, not just Native Americans or not just, you know, Aboriginal Indians or not just... And, you know, I mean, I'm not saying... I'm not just dis- downplaying that. I'm just saying... There's a lot of things that I've learned that are sacred to the people that lived in Europe, that you know, people that I'm descended from. That, you know, we don't even respect anymore. As a as a Euro descendant, if you're somebody who has any kind of Euro descendants in them, there's plenty of things that we don't even respect of our own culture anymore. So I mean. You know, and there's just so much in the 21st century capitalistic, uh, what do we call modernity, that is so dis- dis- detached and disassociated from an animistic way of living. It's hard enough just to do that, just to try and be an animist in this very detached, disassociated society. Whether you're a practicing animist or not, just trying to do it is really a challenge. So, it's almost like I'm telling you, if you have a specific problem with somebody and you feel like you have the pedigree or the elders to back you up on that thing, then go ahead, talk to that person. But if you're not one of those kinds of people and you're just going around telling everybody they're misappropriating things you're actually causing more harm than good. And I'm a little suspicious if you're that kind of person. Why are you doing this? What is your What is your goal? Do you think you're protecting Native American people by doing this? Do you think you're protecting a culture by doing this? Um, I'm not, not so sure about that. Because if we don't have more people both of both mixed backgrounds, of both Native American backgrounds, of Aboriginal backgrounds, if we don't have more people relating to the animistic parts of their personalities and their, and their being and their ancestors, because all of us have ancestors no matter where we're from, if we don't have more animistic people relating animistically to the world, we're gonna have some problems. We're already having problems. And I think to keep it just assigned to a special small group of people who have enough problems already as it is trying to keep their territories from being exploited by oil or exploited by God knows how many other things, you know, drilling, fracking, um, mining. Um, I, I think the indigenous peoples worldwide have enough on their plate as it is trying to fend off capitalistic forces that I don't think we should leave it up to them. And when I say we, I mean people who are Euro-descendant or mixed race or just not indigenous, you know, whatever that is. You could be of, you know, you could be from anywhere, but you're not, maybe not from the country you're living on, you know, or your family isn't from, you know, the country you're living on. I think these, you know, they're a fairly large population, but, you know, there's actually a, a, an even bigger population of people who aren't Indigenous. And I think that we need to all chip in, so to speak, uh, in terms of being animus. And if, we're, if there's a big group constantly trying to police everybody else, saying, no, 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 you can't do that, Well, okay, there is a way you can do it, and do it respectfully. So, you know, maybe stop discouraging people. If this doesn't make any sense, or if it's a little too many things at once, I can understand that. It's a very tricky subject for me to even unpack. But uh, I feel it's really, 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 really important. Right now, it's something that's happening so often that I just had to keep talk. Yeah. I had to get this down. So thank you. So if you liked this particular podcast episode, I encourage you to listen to some of the other, other episodes at my podcast. Um, also, uh, we'll leave a link for my YouTube channel where you can access some more free content there. And I'd also like to encourage you to go to my link tree Uh, www.linktr.ee forward slash nowmomentjourney with no spaces, N-O-W-M-O-M-E-N-T-J-O-U-R-N-E-Y. And at that link tree, you'll see a lot of different options and several free things on there, uh, including podcast episodes and also uh, some other videos that I did, um, but also, uh, there's a free quiz on there. Are you an animal or plant spirit archetype? And that's an interesting way to kind of figure out where you fit in the different uh, archetypes. I'm uh, basically I've been teaching these classes. Uh, an upcoming class is called Getting to Know Your Stone Spirit Family. But that'll be the third part of a three-set, a three-part class. Getting to know your plant spirit family was one class I did, uh, which is still uh, something you can purchase. Getting to know your animal spirit family is another class that I did recently. And then getting to know your stone spirit family, at, which includes crystals, those of you who are interested in crystals. And that's an upcoming class I'll be offering very, very soon, uh, date to be announced. But as far as free stuff on the link tree, you can find this particular quiz about, um, that'll kind of, it's very short, it's only like five questions, and you can go through and just mark down what your answers are, and I'll show you at the bottom of the quiz how to kind of tabulate what kind of variation are you um, in terms of where you fit, in terms of how your uh, shamanic or mystical gifts, where they kind of fit for you. So, um, and I encourage you also, if you're interested in that, to also listen to some of the podcast episodes where I talked about animal spirits in particular, and you'll see those on the podcast and you can also see those on the YouTube channel. Also wanted to mention one more thing too. Um, we have, myself and Marissa Lovett have a Patreon called Shamanic Earth Medicine, and that's at www.patreon.com forward slash shamanic earth medicine and we have several different levels of of patron patronage that you can subscribe to on a monthly basis the lowest one we have is five dollars a month but just with the five actually we have a dollar per month as well uh, which is where you get for a dollar per month you would get the uh monthly video without you know that that's uh, that comes with the dollar per month and then $5 a month you get the monthly video as well as you you can participate in a online zoom ceremony That either one of us do we alternate months So I might do one month and my sister will do the next month, etc. Etc And these ceremonies can vary greatly. Sometimes we do a shamanic journey sometimes uh, it's a uh, from a specific tradition uh, that could be various different, uh, origins. Um, those are just two things, two different ways that we can do ceremonies. And those are really fun. We get a lot of nice audience participation. You can, we can discuss a little bit and it's kind of a nice way to, to meet up as a group. And then of course the $15 per month, uh, includes all of, all of what I mentioned Plus, you get uh, discounts at monthly classes uh, or every other month classes that Marissa offers. Uh, You also get uh, an additional uh, shamanic divination or shamanic reading where either myself or Marissa would contact our helping spirits on behalf of a question you would submit to us before the first three or four days of the month. And that's month you can do that if you choose to do that and so that's something where we would individually um, you would individually contact us and and we would do that for you so there's a whole slew of you know neat little perks that you get with each um, level of support and we have a really neat um, wonderful community Uh, you also get uh, access to a secret facebook group where uh, that's private so that you can ask questions and look at all the materials there as well, if you like. Um, we have some neat discussions there. Um, and of course, there's the Patreon app where you can also do do something. do want to mention that in February, I'm planning on uh, doing a live stream about sacred tobacco. Which is something that I really love talking about. And I love... Uh, showing people how to build a relationship with sacred tobacco and pray with it, uh, etc. So if you're interested in plant spirit medicine um, and and also animism, uh, I encourage you to check out any of these things that I've mentioned. And I hope to see you at uh, the next podcast episode or on YouTube or at the Patreon or at a class. All right, take care.